Hello, I'm Neil Quigley and welcome to my podcast. So this week we learned that Labour's Diane Abbott changes her opinions as often as she changes her hair. She's like the David Bowie of politics. Jeremy Paxman hosted a TV debate with Jeremy Corbyn and Theresa May like he presents University Challenge by asking all the questions and giving all of the answers. Nigel Farage has said he's separated from his wife and skint. Maybe you should have spent less time away from home and drunk less pints down the pub then. There was a TV leaders debate on the BBC this week which featured the leaders of all the parties except the Conservatives, so no Prime Minister. If she doesn't think she can win a TV debate, how can she believe she can win an election? Or does she just have to stay home of an evening to make sure her husband takes the bins out? With Theresa May missing the leaders debate on the 31st of May, the end of May may have begun at the end of May. Amber Rudd has told the German Chancellor Angela Merkel you can rely on the UK. She's just not specified on what. It's certainly not on the weather. Nicola Sturgeon insists she wants a second referendum after the Brexit exit details are known in case Scotland don't want to leave, except current deal is with the UK. So the UK would leave and then Scotland would have to reapply, probably with different rights. So like when companies make someone redundant, then change that job title and a couple of roles within it before employing someone new on a lot less money. Nigel Farage has laughed off reports that he could be a person of interest to the FBI. I agree with him. He's not even a person of interest for the United Kingdom. As President Macron meets President Putin in France, I can't think of a time when there have been so many new world leaders at the same time. Instead of building relationships, it currently seems like a weird international version of first dates. Donald Trump is doing his bit for climate change. With his investment in coal and oil, he can speed up the process by a few hundred years. As Trump now pulls out of the Paris Climate Agreement, I wonder if the French will demand to have the Statue of Liberty back, as the President is currently taking some with his decision. Also this week, Donald Trump invented a new word on a tweet with the whole world trying to work out what coffee means. It means he's an idiot. As British Airways computer servers go down, causing major delays at Heathrow and Gatwick, the company regrets a recent decision to move their internet connection to Virgin Media. An Australian fisherman was shot when a great white shark jumped up onto his boat. It would seem the Southern Hemisphere marine life is so used to the way of life out there, they're now practising throwing themselves on the barbecue. Tiger Woods this week proved that it's not just his driving on the golf course that has deteriorated. Manchester United have been named as the most valuable club in Europe. Jose Mourinho still thinks it's down to winning the Community Shield, which he still counts as a trophy won. Does he count all other pre-season friendly competitions? I'm guessing yes. Huddersfield Town have gained promotion to the English Premier League via penalties, with the main penalty likely to be that they'll be relegated next season a lot poorer. Arsenal Wenger has signed a new two-year contract with Arsenal. Anything that makes Piers Morgan that angry can only be a good thing. In cricket this week, England's Joe proved once again that roots are very hard to remove and can be very stubborn as he hits 133 against Bangladesh. So it was 50 years ago this week that the Beatles released the Sgt Pepper album, a well-seasoned and classic record. In a new version of Shakespeare's play in London, Juliet becomes Julius as they add another erection other than the balcony to the show. After a teenager got accepted into Yale in America after writing an essay about ordering a pizza, I wonder if that university is past its best. The owner of Dulux easily won a court case preventing the company being taken over. In fact, you could call the victory a whitewash. 
Last weekend, it was the annual Gloucestershire Cheese Race, where hundreds of people raced down a stupidly steep hill chasing a rolling cheese. If you've never seen it, imagine the race to snap up TV deals in Asda on Black Friday, and you'll be pretty close. Do you know what? I now wish I was Greek. New research this week says people who live in villages there can eat as much animal fats and cheese as they want as they've got an inbuilt gene that automatically lowers bad cholesterol levels in the blood. If they could bottle it and sell it, that would solve all of their financial problems, I reckon. As the Metropolitan Police looks to recruit detectives from the outside, surely John Nettles is a shoo-in. He's worked in two different patches, and to my knowledge, he's always solved every single crime that he's worked on. Stephen Fry has warned of the dangers of the internet, the main one being what is real and what is not anymore. I mean, if you think the papers can write whatever they want, individuals on social media are much worse. Thanks very much for listening to this week's podcast. Have a fantastic seven days and I'll see you next week. Have fun. Bye-bye. Cheers.